What's going on, everybody? The stream has begun. Welcome to Super Late at 368. I'm one of your hosts, Gabe Oliver, and with me is... Hello, hello. I'm also your host. Welcome, everybody. Ah, it feels good to be back. What's your name? You didn't even say your name. You just yeah. Oh, name. sorry. Uh, it was in the it was in the intro. I figured everyone would know it already. No, Hi, I'm no, B. John no. Steven. Welcome, go. welcome, welcome. This is Super Lady Three Six Eight. B. John, uh, what is Super Lady Three Six Eight? Super Lady Three Six Eight. It's like the banana in a banana Sunday on a nice day at the beach. You're sitting there. The waves are rolling in. The sun is beating down, and you're just watching the ice cream melt and just enjoying your life. That's what Super Late is to me. What about you, Gabe? That's a very beautiful, very beautiful, very metaphorical. Uh, I mean, I think it's just a couple of cool cats, you know, <laughs> talking about what's happening, uh, you know, Sorry, primarily man. in gaming because we're nerds, and then you know, a little occasional dashes to other things. Like, I mean, we have a, we have some show notes here, right? Very, we actually do, yeah. We prepared very, this very, time. Very exclusive. Look at this right here. This is very professionally made. You know, I did it at can myself you, with a sharpie marker. Can <laughs> so, you believe? Look at him! Look at him! Look at the look the at man that. is multi talented. I know. Look at that. So right so now, so we, we have. On the list of show we're gonna get into, we have uh, Pokey, Pokey main donation stuff, some DIY Twitch stuff, some Valorant stuff, some Drake stuff, some Ninja stuff, and of course, more stuff. So Bijan, why don't you take us off from the top? Yeah, the let's, Valorant stuff. Let's talk let's numbers. Let's start. Let's start with some numbers. Exactly. Yeah. So Valorant is huge. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Uh, but now you know it again. Uh, this month there were 128 million hours watched, which is kind of ridiculous. This is according to Esports Observer. Shouts to them. But like in the first month since its release, like uh, it generated more hours watched than last year's Smash hit, which was Ape Apex Legends, or as I like to call it, Ape Legs, uh, which generated <laughs> what? 123 Ape million Ape Legs. Gotta play Ape Legs. But it generated 123 million hours watched in its first month on Twitch. Um, that's incredible. I don't know, Gabe. Yeah. Have you even played Valorant? What is it? What's it like? Uh, I just installed it, but I haven't touched it. I mean, it yet. the easiest comparison is just it's CS:GO meets like an Overwatch kind of hybrid going on. Mm -hmm. uh, the abilities, it's just basic first-person shooter, highly dependent on on aiming and just knowing how your abilities work and how to use yeah. them in regards to the space and game awareness. I mean, I've been playing it nonstop every day. It's crazy because we were speaking earlier off camera, and of course, you always say the good stuff for camera. We were saying how like when Apex came out last year, it had what is it, 100, 120 plus million hours consumed yeah, yeah. and you were and i said yeah and a lot of that was kind of organic and then you were like well no i said that valorant got that same thing right but it was more organic with valorant and you were like organic well, well no but i mean i mean i think it's interesting because like the other i mean if you think about it the other way apex legends came out to everybody at the same time yeah. which is cool like valorant did the opposite thing they did the supreme drop of gaming yeah. and yeah. like only let a few creators hit the open beta or the closed beta rather this is an open beta valorant is a closed beta but uh, and I guess it's funny because we'll never sort of know. I think I think Valorant would have hit those numbers anyway because yeah. I don't know. People are looking for something new. Like I don't I don't know if you saw the Cipher PK video that came out yeah. uh, this week about how he was saying Fortnite is just not fun anymore. Yeah. Uh, for a variety of reasons, like on the competitive side and the, like the pub side, and I, I sort of believe him. He was basically his argument was basically like, you know, uh, Epic has been doing a lot for competitive stuff it's like they've they've but they're half-assing it like they'll keep in like they'll take out the chopper which doesn't really affect the meta but like make a bunch of patch changes or changes in a patch that yeah. affect gameplay mm -hmm. uh which sucks and then on the pub side it's like uh the fucking uh the ranking system is great you're matched up with people who are at your skill level but it turns all games into like sweat fests which isn't really fun when you're just trying to hang out or like create content in his case so i don't know i think i think that people were ready for yeah. something new uh, also, uh, Warzone is yeah. happening, I guess. I'm, yeah, I mean, War, Warzone is great. I mean, Warzone is a ton of fun. I'm, it's, mm -hmm. I think, like, 
when people were saying that Fortnite isn't fun anymore, I don't think Fortnite was ever fun. I don't think anybody really okay. thought Fortnite was fun. I think they no, just Fortnite was fun, dude. It was goofy as shit. Did you play it in the beginning? When it Bro, was just yeah, like, yeah. Season zero. I actually, I actually paid for Fortnite when it was thirty dollars. Oh I actually, my god! I had oh that. Oh my god! And that was oh. fun when like people only built like one ramp and a wall, and that's it. Yeah. And fast forward a month, then the fifteen-year-olds got on it because now it was yeah. free mommy's credit card. And most people who are Fortnite pros will not. They, they're just being Fortnite pros because of the opportunity that's available in Fortnite. Because at the time, biggest game in the world, probably still, yeah, definitely talking, is like top talking, three. A lot of money's popping his beer right now. He's that crap of cold one for the working man. Um, the working man. Cheers. The work, the working man. And, you know, they were doing it because that was the best way for them to grow their band, which is good for their mm -hmm. business. And now you have a game, Valorant, which has is made by one of the most beloved companies in the world, Riot Games. Uh, they haven't true, really true, made true. that. Now they are Riot Games before they were just Riot Game. And now, <laughs> exactly, we're just right again. So now they have yeah. a game where you have that company that really loves their game and pours a lot into their community who's going to give to the creators. Like, perfect example, anybody prior to this, uh, to this past week, which we'll get into in a second, had those Twitch mm -hmm. drops enabled, right? So you oh, were yes. getting a boom. Like, people wouldn't have high numbers, like, for a while. Like, Myth would average around, like, 9K around there, maybe a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. Yet. He had a stream, like, in the midnight hours just because, you know, more, less people on. Now he's getting 90K, 80K, 100K yeah. because of those Twitch drop enables. And which is also crazy because with the Twitch drops, you know, going that whole Supreme approach, mm -hmm. this week now, everybody who streams Valorant gets Twitch drops enabled. And if you don't know what Twitch drops are, essentially you can watch me or Bijan if we, and if we were playing Valorant. Uh, if we had drops enabled. <laughs> if we had drops enabled, we have, to, we have to set it up ourselves. Yeah. You can earn uh, an access to Valorant just by right. watching. It's right. random, though. Like, it's not a guarantee. They take a pool of people and then yeah. whatever. Weird AI stuff. Go ahead, B. You're going to say something? No, 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 no. It's just a, 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 a source tells me that the uh, Riot PR department doesn't sleep anymore. Really? So, it's just up all yes. day, huh? Yeah, they're they're. I mean, they're they're cranking because I think they're the ones distributing the codes for the most part. Yeah. So they're like they're cranking. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting. I think I, actually like I've seen a lot of Fortnite players switch over, like a Fortnite streamers rather switch over. I saw Cipher PK, the guy who said Fortnite sucks now, uh, switched. Uh, like when Valorant came out, he uh he he was actually so Tim the Tatman is who Riot picked to um to debut the game on Twitch, but yeah. uh the, and there was a certain embargo time or whatever uh cypher and ninja were were streaming it like 10 minutes beforehand and i thought yeah. that was so funny yeah it's yeah, like yeah. ninja's like nah mixer man no rules no rules Wait, just right. we'll get to him we'll get to him later we'll get to him later. i mean you're you're, you're already bringing him up we might as well just like, no, get no, 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 a little bit. no 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 you want to no. save more it? numbers this, more numbers this, okay more, more numbers. numbers give us more, more numbers, numbers. john okay i got i got numbers I'm, i i'm gonna declare myself the numbers guy but yeah. uh, of this show i'm not really a numbers guy in real life um but yeah next up is donations so Everybody knows that people are watching more Twitch and Mixer and streaming than ever. Yeah. Uh, what everybody doesn't know, well, everybody also knows this. Uh, a lot of people have lost their jobs. It's like 22 yeah. million uh, in the last month because of the coronavirus, which is insane. That's bigger than like any other time in American history. This is huge. Yeah. Uh, and so what's happened is you'll, streamers are seeing like a, a, like a small or large boost in their audiences, but there's not as much money coming in. And so the, I think the best example of that this week was Pokimane. So a fan of hers donated two bucks and was like, hey, can you refund my earlier donations? I lost my job because I'm a restaurant worker. And she was like, I can't tell if you're joking, but if you can, like send me a refund request and I'll do it. But I think it's, yeah. I think the larger thing is like, you know, we're in a, it sort of underscores that we're in sort of a brave new world of streaming, right? Like people are, people like streaming is becoming totally mainstream. Like yeah. people like Pokimane, people like, myth etc like these people are drawing these incredible audiences and 
like they're they're now like people now more people are watching them, more normies more casuals like myself are watching them um but these casuals these these, these large audiences have less money in total to spend which is i think it's yeah. a huge bummer um and I, I don't know i think i don't i think it's it'll be interesting to see what happens if that keeps trending because like or trend if, if the trend line goes that way because bigger audiences don't necessarily not necessarily translating into money really upends the sort of streaming game as it as it currently stands right i mean got any thoughts Thoughts? I mean, there's two. There's two approaches to that. First of all, onto the and you know we love Pokemon. We stand for Pokemon over here. Uh, on top of like what she said with the donation stuff, even when she was saying like, "I hope you're kidding," when she then said, "I'm gonna go through PayPal for you to like request mm -hmm. this thing," I still hope you're just kidding. Which is just like, I mean, I don't Pokey. I don't know why you would think that someone would like would just say that out of the black. I need this money. Um, please. I mean, especially if it was six dollars. Was the yeah, amount. like uh, it's just like. Um, but in That's terms of though. in terms of the audience stuff. Yes, donations were going to be down because people mm -hmm. just have to be tight with their money. They have to be conservative. No one's dropping their stimulus check on a Twitch streamer. That's I mean, maybe no, some people will. Yeah, some you don't people, know. That. Uh, <laughs> some people will just drop the whole twelve hundred <laughs> easy. Uh, but like, there's other how many gifted? Wait, that sorry, how many gifted is twelve hundred? How many gifted subs is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like five dollars a sub. I'm suck at math. Let's just say about an even two hundred, whatever. Uh, uh, this is sorry, like seven hundred, seven hundred, seven hundred subs, seventy subs, seventy subs, seven hundred. So, whatever. I don't. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> with, the, with, with the life and currents, you do get an addition from the ads, right? So you're gonna get money off of ads, yeah. and then also not, the not. I mean, hey, it's better than nothing, right? I mean, no, no, bro, 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 bro. I looked at my ad revenue on Here Twitch for for the last month. Three dollars and sixty nine cents. That was right. up from the That's month before, up. which was one dollar and twenty one cents. That's huge, bro. Three dollars. You know what? You know, I know. Check, out the, check out those gains, bro. That's it. That's hey. growth. Um, bro. pure growth right into your pocket. Right into and my then on pocket. top of while you increasing your brand, because now you have all this visibility, eventually, and probably right now, you'll have brands looking into working with you, which you can get brand deals, which right. will offset the donations. Like, I think the donations are, are a big part of earning income as a streamer, but what's more important is like the brand deals you're able to get because those can be valid at yeah. 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 100,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, to get up, 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 and down about, especially when you're at, I'm not saying Pokemon's getting up and down about it. I'm just using her as an example for this. For a, a content creator, Pokemon's level and status, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think that like a two, six dollar donation really matters because, like, you're, no. you're making money. You're like, period. Like, her YouTube channel, she's making money off of that. She's making money, whatever deal she has, yeah. like brand deals. Yeah, yeah. She's good. But, like, it's and also off, off her Twitch deal. She got, like, I think it was reported at like $5 million for two years. Which is just like, what? This, this is like, this is pro athlete level paid. right now. This is. They should have paid, paid her more, though. She's worth more than that. Come on, we know she, that. We stand pokey. I'm, yeah, true. That's true. We stand, we stand in line. Because but, those other uh, deals, yeah. those other deals are worth so much more money. That's the other yeah. thing. It's like, it's a ton of money. Yeah. I'm, but the thing is, like, with the two people that she, uh, okay, so the, clearly the two biggest deals are Ninja and Shroud. I think with them two, they had significantly larger audiences than Pokey, which is why they got significantly more. Because Shroud, I mean, at, the, at Ninja's peak, he was getting around, like, 100,000, 80,000 people watching him. Yeah. So I got around the same thing, too. Uh, Pokey averages around, I think, like, 20 or 30. And now, mm -hmm. now she's getting a big boom because, of course, Valorant. Um, yeah, yeah. But also, like, you know, people, more people are watching. But, I mean, like, 20 or 30 is still disrespect. And I know that he uh, he told yeah. me he made a life-changing amount of money. So, yeah. I, I you know, it's like, that's, that's guess, the difference. If you had to guess how much disrespect made, how much? I am not at liberty to say. Oh, my God. This guy has the leaks and he won't even share. We need this for the Can't headlines. Leak Can't leak him. We need this for him. the SEO, bro. What are you doing? Can't leak him, bro. Can't leak him. Um, but no, but it, was, it, was a, it was a lot of money. So okay, I'm, I'm going to assume it's like 15, 15 million over like maybe three. So anyway. we, yeah, go ahead. So we got some uh, no. we got some other news going on, right?
we got some other news going. I was gonna let you take this, please, please. It's oh, all okay, yours. okay, sure. I mean, you've been doing such a great job, you know. Uh, <laughs> first, GDQ is hosting a coronavirus relief speedrun, and the cliff notes on this is the games are gonna be featured in the speedrun. If you know what speedrun is, you're just speed running through a game as fast as you possibly can. These are big for charity streams all the time. People love the yep. speedrun streams. I love them. I'm pretty sure Bijan loves them. Oh, they're great. Uh, so the games up for for grabs are Halo Combat Evolved. Mm -hmm. Yes. We got Star Wars as so the Old Republic. We got Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I wish it was Sonic Sonic the Adventure Sonic uh Sonic Adventure 2, but it's not. Yeah, that was a good uh, we got two beautiful yeah. Joe. We yeah. got Cuphead, Super Mario Sunshine, uh -huh. Resident uh -huh. Evil 7, Mega Man 9, Pokemon Sword, and more happening tomorrow. And it's gonna go down at 12 p.m. Eastern over on the GDQ's yep. channel. And if you're not familiar with GDQ, you should follow them. They are so great. They're give us, always, give, I mean, give us the rundown. Give us the rundown, Bijan. What is GDQ? Oh, okay. So it's it's it's, it's games done quick. Uh, basically, it's a speedrunning channel that donates all of the money they raise to charity. It's really, really wonderful. They have a lot of great hosts. They have a lot of great streamers. I don't know. I feel like I find people all the time through that, like people to follow on Twitch. Like the most recent was uh, this this person, Freya Spirit, who yeah. I really love. They um they stream. They're a Super Metroid speedrunner, and I think they. I don't know if they'll be in tomorrow's competition, but. It like watching them play Metroid is incredible because like the yeah. speed speedruns are cool. They're doing it at the same time, and watching them do it is just like, oh wow! I'm getting my brain is getting bigger. It's getting wrinkles. I can feel it. I <laughs> you can feel, feel the oh. ridges forming. I can just uh, they're just oh, huge. <laughs> uh, I think I think one of the 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 best the best one I've seen from games on quick for me was the the people who are doing Super Mario Two Maker stages. They're doing speedruns of those stages mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm, seeing mm -hmm. how difficult like people can make a Mario stage is just like. Your brain has to be cracked for you to be able to just be like, all right, I'm gonna put this and oh this, this there. And that was super satisfying. Also seeing the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time speedruns, which mm -hmm. is a game that is like full of glitches, right? So like people yeah, the yeah. way speedruns work ideally in most cases is that people just exploit game mechanics to just speed through things for those watching at home just to like get through a stage yeah. or beat a boss or skip an entire process. I mean, you can beat Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, I think, in nine minutes based yep. on glitches <laughs> if you just every you hit everything perfect, which is just like what you just did that entirely, which is huge yep. game. Um, but yeah, I mean, tomorrow's gonna be crazy. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You should definitely check yeah. that out. Uh, so I'll be there. I mean, I'll be I'll be chilling in chat for sure. <laughs> He's gonna be chatting it up. Bijan's gonna be leading the herd. Uh, and next up, we have which we were gonna have well, a guest on. You want to say yeah. this later? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll shoot her some more text. Okay. But uh, we. We may or may not have a guest. We may or may not have a guest. It's uh, a... Uh, GTA. Wait, 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 wait. Before so, we do this, hmm. how have you been? I've been great. How are you? Just derailing my, just derailing the motion. Oh, I feel like I feel like we're moving really fast. We got to slow down just a little bit here. I mean, there's a lot of content we have to talk in. Maybe we I understand. I'm just saying, why don't we have some time for us? This is our show. Bijan, what have you been doing in quarantine? Tell me right now. Besides, besides doing that mustache, what have you been doing? Yeah, you like it. No, like I don't. It's just, no. it's just, it's he terrible. It. I, 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 I want to shave that. Shit. <laughs> it's a disrespect to my face. You can't even touch me. You're in another whole fucking building. Just anyway, no, I've been, I've been cooking, man. Have you been, been cooking? cooking? Been... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been cooking. I've been cooking. It's been great. What have I, you been know, I feel, what I mean, I've been mostly just <laughs> making all of this stuff in my fridge. I don't know if you've like gone on a grocery run and then like tried to like speed run your fridge. Cause like, Cooking for me now is speedrunning speed my fridge run because fridge. I'm like, okay, what's gonna go bad? How can I put it in something that's gonna taste good or at least yeah. okay? Uh, and it's been it's been fun. It feels like gaming, but like with my with my health, with my life, it's great. Okay, okay. so you've been what gaming, about you? You cooking stat? That's yeah, what you've I'm been doing. Mm -hmm. What about you? How, how, what have you been cooking? Uh, literally, 
right now I have no taste buds. You know, mm. allergy season. I've my taste buds are nuked. My smell is nuked. It's disgusting. So mm. I can't really appreciate flavor anymore. So I just I just throw things in a pot now, and whether it's just rice, beans, peppers, whatever, I just make that and I just eat it because at the end of the day, it's not gonna taste good to me. I have to put like mad salt and like intense <laughs> oh, spicy honey barbecue sauce to get any kind of taste. Mm -hmm. Like and that's just like whatever. And if I have to live like this any longer, I'm out. Like I'm done. I'm done with this world. Like I can't imagine a world with no taste. Um, besides yeah. that, I mean, I've been, I've, I've, like, you know, you you commented and joked about like, why did you paint, you know, this plywood and then write your name on? It? I don't know, man. I just think like, I don't know. The wafer, the wafer plywood is just like a little fun thing. Like, it's just I like writing on things with mar permanent markers. It's just fun to me. Like, it's, it's I don't know, some kid satisfaction, just like taking something that's not supposed to be writing. You know, whatever. It's like graffiti in a lot of different ways. Some real tactile feedback. Some tactile shit. So you like the tactile shit? Yeah, I've been thinking about. I saw. I saw the. Uh, I finally saw Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Movie about oh, Queen. How was that? Oh, it was, mm -hmm. it was great. I fucking cried. I was like, oh my god. Oh, I was cute. like, that was it was great. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm such an impressionable person. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a guitar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play guitar. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that song. And I'm like, dude, no, you try this when you were 15. They'll do it again. No, you could. You should try it. No, I no, get a course. guitar, I man. Cool. I have a guitar. I literally have an electric guitar under oh, my bed. There you go. There you Which, go. Uh, maybe this will be the time I learn how to play guitar. Look, Possibly. Look. We don't know how long this is going to last. All I'm saying, and this is the last thing I'll say about this, I watched Whisper mm -hmm. of the Heart, the Ghibli film. My God. Uh -huh. I had some feelings, bro. You had some feelings? And then I played, don't have feelings? No. And then I played Country Roads Take Me Home for like oh, an hour. You, I think you said this last time. I did. But you I'm did, still thinking were, about it. So, this, so literally, you're doing nothing because if you're repeating stuff from last week, then yeah, do you know what day it is? It is Thursday, April you sure? 16th. You sure? I'm positive because we're live on Thursdays. All right, all right. <laughs> let's move it on. All right, let's bring. So GTA 6 got confirmed this past weekend. If you don't know, shots to Kotaku. Shots to Kotaku for the, for yes. the scoop. For the scoop. For the scoop for the information. G Bijan being a reporter, he likes to cite. I don't. You gotta cite. We gotta cite. <laughs> this is how we'll be different than any of the other shows on Twitch. No. We cite our sources. Thank you, Paul, for believing me. By the way, um, so GTA Six got confirmed. Now the big issue here is that it took seven years of development to get GTA Five. Oh no, actually more than that, I think. But it's mm -hmm. been no. The real thing is that it's been seven years since GTA Five has come out, and it took has us it really. Oof. Yeah, and it took us about maybe ten years to get GTA Five to begin with. Um, yeah. So the big, the big worry is that, okay, they're just starting development in GTA 6, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, everything's delayed now because of Corona. People can't work in the same studio. Mm -hmm. people can't I mean, maybe, maybe it's not as complicated as we think. I think it's more complicated than we think. So them being able to develop this game, what usually takes them, you know, a better half of a decade to put together. Is this going to be a 15-year game? Is, is it even going to come out on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox? Is it going to well, come out on the PlayStation 6? So my, you know, my my thought here is like if they if it's been announced even like partially like even in a leak it means there must have been a lot of work done on it already that stuff doesn't usually start coming out until it's like you know even like a few years out but still that's less than seven i think yeah. I, i'm gonna guess that it's left less than seven you can hit me up in seven years and let me know if i was wrong i mean if you still got that mustache i'm probably not gonna hit you up in seven years um Yo, but, why are you hating on my quarantine stash? This is how I'm coping, bro. No, no. I'm nah, repeating nah, myself because nah, I don't nah. know what day it is. I do know what day it is because it's Thursday. Thursday uh, at 7 p.m. Sure I'm getting Alzheimer's. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing, though, right? Because, like, in the past two years, it took them a long time. Like, the way Rockstar works in developing games is that they only focus on one game. They don't build multiple games right. at one time, like a, a larger publisher developer. Right. Uh, so, like, when they were done with GTA 4, 
they went in on Demi GTA 5, and then Demi GTA 5, they started Red Dead Redemption 2, and they went all on Red Dead Redemption right. 2. So it's like, for them, they they go a very long process in like fleshing out what their story is going to be, who the actors they picked are very particular. Um, well, they're all, mean, they're all very good. I mean, I, that's the thing. I haven't played a bad Rockstar game yet. I mean, some people may argue that. Do we want to talk about the controls, or are we not, we're talking about everything but the controls? Right? Uh, I mean, like I've never been a big like I've never been a big guy about controls. Like I've never been bugged by any controls. I mean, like, people I just talked mm. to, people talked about The Witcher 3's controls being like wonky in combat, and I'm just like yeah. I don't even notice that kind of stuff because I just get immersed in lore and story. So like to me, it's like mm -hmm. I couldn't move like this in real life anyway. So it's okay. just all right. That's fair. Actually, make me get into it. Uh, like. My biggest thing is camera angles. That's about it. Like, if you have, like, a wonky camera angle, it's like, okay, why did you let this happen? This is just dumb. Like, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, there are some mm -hmm. dumb camera angle mechanics that I was just like, huh? Like, what? This game, how long have you been developing this game? What, what the fuck? But we'll get to Final Fantasy VII later. No, let's do it now. Let's do it now. All right, finally, we get to the good stuff. All right. Final Fantasy VII Remake I've been is holding here. It back. I've I've been played holding it this Yeah, dude. Dude, I haven't stayed up till 4 a.m. since I was 17 grinding Halo. Literally, I was up Yo. to 4 a.m. playing Final Fantasy uh, the Seven Remake. And there's some things I didn't agree with, I didn't like. But overall, I'm like, okay, this yeah. is a beautiful rendition. It's an mm -hmm. entire remake. They've added stuff into the game. It's not the same game, even though the big points are still there. The soundtrack, all the remixes of the battle theme are just amazing. It's like... 40, 50 remixes of the battle theme alone, which is just like, oh, I just love this. Um, the voice acting is great, minus Sephiroth, and it's my biggest <laughs> gripe with that fucking game. They uh -huh. literally, I don't understand why they switched. Originally, they had a, was it the guy? Head Lance from NSYNC, and then they had, I forgot who else who voiced uh, Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts. That voice actor was the shit. He, had, he added like layers and depth to Sephiroth, made him sound like a fucking man. This new guy, he sounds like a 16-year-old kid listens to freaking My Chemical Romance. I can't get mm -hmm. behind this villain, okay? I just can't. Because he it's sounds just, like a boy. Because he sounds, sounds like, like a boy. He doesn't sound like someone who's on a mission. It doesn't sound like someone's ready to destroy the world. Um, you don't think 16-year-old boys are trying to destroy the world, bro? Fuck no. They're trying to build in Fortnite. That's what they're trying to do. Uh, but all, all in all, fucking amazing. I'm glad we got the game. Just mad. The game is about 40 hours, if you don't know, and it plays through the entire Midgar arc. So you're not gonna get into like the second arc or third arc. I think you get up until you get a uh, red, which is the uh, the dog. Um, but besides that, I mean, some massive numbers were dropped this past week. Uh, Bijan, I believe you have those ready to go, Mister Numbers Guy. Do I? I mean, Do I? What numbers? I Hold mean, on. I mean, I mean, sold out millions, two hundred, seven hundred million. I mean, in general, there was a, a supply shortage from Square. Because... Oh, oh, of the physical copies of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Supply chains are disrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's numbers really, but well, I think they yeah. Sold I, about... I, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got the number. No, I think. I don't know. I think. I mean, I'm making up a number, but it's somewhere around three hundred thousand. I think seven hundred thousand was what I read. Uh, with copies sold in this last week alone, and that's just. I think that was just domestic sales. That wasn't like global sales, and that was in. Yeah, that was in. Uh, I think just in Japan alone. And you know, this can be led because speaking about supply chain issues and everything, um, the Switch, for example, mm -hmm. can't get it anywhere. Right? It's gone. It's, it's like. Gone. I mean, I, I got. Hold on, I got, I, I got, I can't, I can't pull it out. Camera, no, I can't. No, no, you can't pull it out. You can't pull it out. That's not. Forget what he said. Forget what he said. Forget what I said. But uh, the switch supply, the switch supply chain, is dwindling. There's no access. People are going from Supreme now to scalping Nintendo switches and dumbbells, which is like I looked on freaking eBay and I saw a pair of power block dumbbells for fifteen hundred dollars. I'm like, these are fucking dumbbells. Did you so think switches, about it? 
I thought about it, but I was just like, why, why would I do this? Why would I, I'm like, I know I gotta get the gains in, hold but on. hold on, buy for the low, sell for the high. Those guys are doing it. They're doing it right. Or re or yo remix it buy high, sell low. You know, disrupt the market, disrupt the market. Um, flood the market, flood the flood, zone. The, flood the market. But yeah, everybody's turning to just like buying even physical copies, like you said, like Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Very hard to come by right now. Everybody's playing Animal Crossing in their spare time. That's everybody's fucking hobby right now. Yep. Um, and it's six hundred dollars. He looked up the parts list on what goes into a Nintendo Switch, and he built his own Switch for two hundred dollars, which is about the price of a Nintendo Switch. It uh, is minus like. Slightly less. Uh, I think it's about the price of a Switch Lite. So yeah. the most and the most expensive part of that was a logic board. It wasn't like everything else. It was just getting the thing that will let you play the fucking games. Um, Wait, hold on. Holly Peppermint has a question. What's up, Holly? But the question is, can y'all master the turnip market on Animal Crossing? Oh Animal my Wars? God! Speaking of the turnip market, do we dude. have that video? Can we get the, can we get that video up? Zoom, zoom. Oh, by the way, we have a producer. We have a producer. Ida, or better known as Zoom Girl on Twitter, you may know on social media. She's the one operating the cameras. I really yes. haven't been paying attention. Please, but, please shout. Please give her. Please give her some love. Yes. If you're, if you're watching this, if you're watching Zoom our open beta, there's a guy talking. You don't see his face. Yeah. All you see is Animal Crossing, and he's talking about how turnip prices change twice a day, and sometimes turnip prices are very high, and sometimes they're very low. So some people who have very high turnip prices are hiring bouncers or playing bouncers themselves to. Keep like they're inviting people to their island because they have a monopoly. There you That's go. capitalism, baby. It's bad. But, every, but here's but the issue, though. So you can you can say that, and it's called the stock market. S T A L K. Thank you. You can say that they're managing the supply chain and everything, but I mean everybody has access to turnips. It's just varying prices of what you access to turnips. That's true. Are. So That's it's true. crazy that people are going like Animal Crossing has become, I guess, the game everybody plays in their in their downtime when it comes to like. Yeah. I mean, when people well, sorry when they're not making sourdough because everyone's fucking doing that too. Right. Exactly. That's the, that's the, I think Zune made mm. sourdough the other day. She sent us a video. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, also, sorry. But send us, send us the name of your starter. If you're making sourdough, let us know. Also, what, what's the starter called? Send us your friend codes so we can add you on Amacar. So oh, and the word, this is what we didn't get into. So, on top of having the, having, you having to have a bouncer to guard your island for the stock, I mean, to guard your turnip prices and everything and get a tip, yeah. they're also there to ensure that people don't fuck up your island. Because when I'm going to somebody's island, I'm not just going there to just take some berries. I'm going there to put some fucking holes in shit. Like I'll like <laughs> I'll dig a hole. I'll put socks and bury them. I'll bury like twigs and stuff. When people go around, like oh, I, got a, I got a fossil. No, it's a twig. They're like, what the fuck? Bro, that's Dude, I do that shit all the time. I love it. That's it's awful. Like, no, it's great. It's like it's like minor griefing. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's like this minor. It's the only kind of griefing you could do in Animal Crossing. Exactly. I'm like, dude, just go in there and just push it in people's holes, and that's yeah, it. It's yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, so it's like they're also there to ensure that their island is not getting fucked up because once you add somebody into your best friends list, mm -hmm. they can just fuck with your entire island or wherever. They, they can do whatever they want. Um, so which, that's the biggest issue. As, yeah. as we all know, people on the internet are looking for any excuse to fuck shit up. <sighs> Speaking of Ninja, um, didn't we have something? We had something about Ninja, right? He was talking yeah, about Mixer had, this had, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was saying, you know, like he averages like 5,000, 6,000 on Mixer. Um, and he would like even, he was like, yeah, my records still stand on Twitch, which is true. But I think he was, he was making the argument that Mixer is maybe a fundamentally different platform, which like, sure. But he was, his, he was implying that Mixer maybe wanted to stay small and maybe wanted to kind of like, you know, he's not be a Twitch right competitor, which I do not agree with. I don't think I don't think he's right. I mean, I, I understand, like, you know, that man 
dropped, jumped to Mixer for reported like $50 million, something ridiculous. Over like, five years. Over five years, which is $10 million a year, which actually I think is in line with like top streamers going. Which to is why he's not streaming right now because he has guaranteed uh, money in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I think, I think, I will say, I think, I, I don't think Twitch necessarily supported him as well as they might have been able to. Yeah. I um, mean, Twitch was the only game in town for a while, like only real game. Right. Right. And it's like, you know, like when you're streaming that much and streaming to that many people for so long, it really does fuck with you. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to keep up that level of engagement and keep your audience interested, et cetera. And also play a game at sort of at a high level, you know, like Ninja is like not a pro Fortnite player by any means, but he's pretty good yeah. at the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, no. He's definitely in the top percentile yeah. of gamers. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because I think, you know, I, I don't I don't agree that Mixer try to do something different, but I do agree that like more streamers should be taking deals like ninjas if they're offered them, because honestly, like it's hard to stream and peace of like having the peace of mind that you can take a vacation whenever you feel like yeah. it is really yeah. nice. Before we continue with that slam, yes. I'm pretty sure this is Zeno from Slam Gaming said, take off your shirt or your hat. I'm not doing that, man. Not, I got to keep this teen rating no. on Twitch, bro. What do you think this is? That's Take off hat. Show, show hair, no, sweetie. Hell no, hell sweetie. no, no, sweetie. no. Sweetie, show hair. Sweetie. We never show the head. That doesn't happen. I cover my head from God. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, so going back to that, so as you said, yeah, like he can take a break whenever he wants, and that was the big yeah. issue with uh, being on Twitch. You know, they created this this the the phrase ABS, which is just a play on everything. Always oh, be streaming, oh, just like always be closing from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Uh, thank you. Always be streaming, and literally people just had to stream all the time because if you're not oh, streaming, you're not making money. There was no guaranteed money there unless you had big brand deals with people. And you know, as time had gone on, people had developed that kind of relationship. And you know, Ninja got his life back, as he said. I feel like we're getting meta here a little bit. I mean, it was fine. Let's get fucking meta. Let's talk. No, about no, it. I don't want to. No, 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 no. We're gonna talk about no, meta. Why you always want to run away from the good shit? Like you, like you always want to just run away from the stuff that means something. Anyway, so. None of these people moved over to these platforms for numbers, and they knew that. Besides the number that yeah. mattered, the number in their pocket. Well, um, the other, the other, the other thing is like, we'll see. We've seen these deals slow down already. Like they're yeah. they're like last this summer, rather last summer and through the beginning of this year, yeah. there were a bunch of streamer deals. A bunch of stuff was announced, and it's slowed down because now people are like the services, the platforms are waiting to see if they get a return on their investment. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, of course. Does this help us? And like, it, there are some signs it does. Like, I've been reading the quarterly reports from like Stream Elements, Arsenal, GG, whatever, and they're like, you know, like Facebook Gaming is up like two hundred percent, YouTube Gaming is up like two hundred. Like, people are like, it, it is really working, but like working, numbers, work, working in what sense? Because right, just because you have an influx in, I mean, okay, Mixer, perfect example. They got Ninja, they got Shroud. Right now, Shroud is streaming out of the two, the two gods. Uh, Shroud is at what is he at right now? I miss Shroud. He's at, he's at about 6,000 viewers yeah. uh, on Mixer, right? Yeah, you got 6,000 viewers from Shroud, but Shroud was getting anywhere north of 50,000 viewers every day. So only 6,000 of those 50,000 plus viewers came over, if any of them came over. Any of these people just waiting for Shroud to come on Mixer. Um, like, it's, it's, I don't necessarily understand. It's, it's like with the Overwatch League, right? It's like you spent $25 million, maybe even $30 million in your first year to recoup mm -hmm. your investment off of people wanting to watch the Overwatch League competitively. Like, I guess the money play is you make money off of ads and companies wanting to advertise on those people's channels. But like, do you really, like if I'm Coca-Cola, am I really advertising on mix on Ninja's Mixer stream that only has 6,000 viewers when it's like an advertising yeah. on Batman who has like 40, 50,000 right now? Right. So uh, Slam asks, Facebook Gaming is doing well. Facebook Gaming is doing well based on their numbers from before. Yeah, I mean, They're they showing have really growth, small that's numbers. That's the same thing as success. <laughs> also, I think this is Gabriel Del Rio, PR, PR person to the esports legends. Uh, 
he's saying they pay because they can't afford yeah. to lose their talent. The brand yeah. is dependent on their talent and the brands are worth the investment. I think that's also true. Like that's the yeah. other calculation here. Yeah. Um, but also Twitch didn't give a fuck because if that was the case, they would have kept right, all their, right, I mean, right. they lost their two biggest people, right? They lost Shroud yeah, they and they lost Ninja who are pretty, were pretty much the face of Twitch for like the last year before like Doc had his little controversy thing going on. Like they, they took that spot and they lost those people. Then you lost the Sky's Toast, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like went to head of offline TV. Facebook, yep. Went to Facebook. People were like, oh, well, the Sky's Toast is only getting a thousand viewers now. And I always try to communicate to people that it doesn't matter because at any given time, they can go live on Twitch when their contract is up and they don't want to do it anymore. Yep. And they will get all their viewers back because it's all going to fucking break the internet. Oh my God, Disguise Toast is back. Oh my God, Ninja's back. Yeah. Oh my God, Shroud's back. Wait, They're also, not... also Gabriel, Gabriel's pointing out, Mixer elevated the pricing wars. Yes, Ninja. they added like, a that's premium. The, that's the thing. And that's why YouTube Gaming is also getting all these people because they have the deep Google pockets. Oh, infinite money. More enough. money than God. So coming up, we're going to get some analysis uh, about how Netflix is worth oh. more than Disney. There you go. Let me, let Which me, like sort this 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 fits with the streaming wars right. theme. Yeah, this episode, the streaming wars. Bijan, Hello, yeah. everybody. We're back. Who do, who do we have? Who's the surprise guest? Uh, thank you so much for bearing with us. It wasn't a surprise guest. This was in the run of show, but yeah. today we have <laughs> the Verge's resident Netflix junkie and Disney obsessive, Julia Alexander. She, uh, so we're, we, Julia, hello, talk to us. Hey, hey talk to us. Let's see. <laughs> there. there she is. She's coming in. She's coming in live from wherever she is. Um, but the mouse has been unseated. Netflix is worth more than Disney, which is wild to me. Julia, what the fuck? It's like too many Yeah, hours. the mouse. Well, the mouse has been, did you ever play Mouse Trap, the board game where you had to like build it? It took way longer to build than it did to play. But no, like the whole point of it was, yeah, <laughs> the whole point of the game was like to knock the mouse off his feet. That's essentially what's happened right now is that the House of Mouse uh, is was last year the unbeatable media entertainment giant. No one could mm -hmm. touch them. Uh, when the coronavirus pandemic hit, Nearly every single division, 95% of Disney's company got hit extremely hard. Um, more like most importantly, Disney's really boring business, but boring in that it's always been it's extremely safe and extremely profitable was its parks business, its cruise line business. Yeah. And those were the first to go mm -hmm. uh, when coronavirus hit. Then it's film, it's studio business got hit all of its movies that would make a billion dollars at the box office no longer coming out the only division at disney that's growing in any way is its streaming service but even then because of the current pricing of the subscriptions which uh, is 6.99 a month nets disney maybe two dollars for each subscription um and because of the fact that they're still building it that there's no real profit from that sector yet disney just got hit hard and they're losing they've lost almost all revenue stream at the same time, Netflix's only revenue stream is people paying to watch stuff. And mm -hmm. that's gone up so much around the world since people are stuck at home. Um, and that's kind of where we're seeing happening, where the where Netflix for the first time hit an all-time high with their stocks yesterday. And at the same in that same moment, they were valued at a higher uh, number than Disney was. And that was kind of this really mm -hmm. interesting moment in the quote-unquote streaming wars. I mean, what the the difference? Uh, that the was body. sorry. That like, can we take a minute to appreciate how perfect that answer was? I mean, she had that shit fucking dialed in. It was like she had the fucking Carfax. Uh, that was incredible. I, I mean, the difference though between the two companies though is like, I, uh, Julia, correct me if I'm wrong. It was like maybe like two or five million dollars, and or two or five billion dollars, or some, something like that, in uh, valuation or whatever that may be. It didn't seem like it was a lot because that's why I was so weird when they were saying, "Oh, Disney has been." 
destroyed by Netflix. And you look at the number, you're like, right. I right. feel like Disney can lose this money. Like, it's just like Disney could Disney prints money. Well, so here's the question that I have, Julia. Uh, how, how is Disney in trouble? Like, how, how big is this? <laughs> this is the question. I think to go back to what Gabe was saying, Gabe, you're 100% right. Uh, that's that's exactly it. It's this moment of like they were like the moment that all the headlines read is Disney. Uh, oh, sorry, Netflix has you know kind of usurped Disney. Mm -hmm. Is really a lot taken <laughs> because yeah. they did they did in this moment. But there's so many things that go into it. If we think about Netflix as a company, Netflix has never made a profit. Like Netflix. Yeah. Is a company with twenty billion dollars worth of debt that has a, that investors really love because people use it. It is growing. It's it's a it's a safe bet in a lot of ways still. Netflix right. because it, it is continuing to grow and they don't mind putting the money in right now as they figure it out. Especially because direct to consumer streaming is still a, a weird playground. But Disney is in a moment where Disney, yeah, every single part of them is taking a beating. It's like thinking of Street Fighter when somebody's going on the offense and you just can't get your defense into yeah. lock, you're figuring True. it out. But then you come out at the end of it and you manage to get your KO. And I think that's what we'll see with Disney. Disney mm -hmm. will figure it out along the way. Um, they're already doing small things to kind of generate more revenue. ESPN, which they own, is looking to do more stuff. Uh, the ABC, which they own, is airing mm -hmm. more specials with people from home. Um, the movies, some will go to direct to Disney Plus to get subscribers. Yeah. The thing that people have to keep in mind, yeah. which is what I'm trying to keep in mind, which is what Disney's manage, uh, executive team is trying to keep in mind, is that this will eventually end. And when it right. comes back, the question is, can Disney rebound? And the advantage Disney has is that Disney has its IP. Its IP is not going anywhere. Yeah, and so course. Disney can right. continue to go like, well, our movies are going to come out. We can still make movies and these movies make a billion dollars and we create more revenue and profitability on the studio side. Bob Iger, who is the former CEO, yep, yep. current chairman, mm -hmm. now maybe quasi both. No one really knows. Um, he, <laughs> Bob is back. <laughs> Bob is back. Let's go. He, he um, told Barron's, uh, a publication, uh, and then the New York Times, that they could institute things like the parks, like taking uh, using thermometers to check for fevers, which sounds really off-putting when you think about it, except that 20 years ago, you never had to check your backpack at Disney World when you right. went in. Now it's second nature. No one questions it. They like the idea that they can feel safer. So a thermometer check might actually be beneficial so, to them. So so maybe this is a weird analogy, but does that mean like Gabriel uh, has pointed out that Netflix is a darling for speculators uh, when profit and loss don't matter, but Disney is a diversified business, which makes yeah. it more durable. So is it like Disney's like Hearst, which has like, in addition to its magazines, a bunch of like cow farms and shit and, uh, and Netflix's Condé, which only has its magazines and its brand value? That's an extremely good analogy and a very beach on analogy. That's extremely <laughs> good. Think about, <laughs> I'm thinking about cows, guys. That's it. I'm sorry. Um, but that's, a, that's exactly it. Disney, Disney has its properties and you can't beat Disney on. Uh, the, today I was, tonight there's a special happening and I was listening to a bunch of old Disney movie soundtracks. And I was like, you know, Disney has found a way to make The Lion King, which when it came out was a billion dollar thing, into yeah. a $20 billion thing. Disney's very good at figuring mm -hmm. out how to take the one thing that they do super well and exploiting right. it into a $100 billion kind I of enterprise. I love the word exploiting and not growing it. I'm really she wrong though. Wait, wait, Julia. Julia, question for you. So the next question is like, okay, the other streaming thing that happened this week, Quibi. Oh, Quibi happened. <laughs> Quibi happened. What, yeah. What is what? Like, what's going on with that? I feel like. Hold on it, one second. It, what? Have y'all all got your Quibi three month subscription? Oh, oh yes, of course. Yes. I yeah. I got it specifically to subscribe to Polygon's speedrun show. There you go. That's, with that's the plug. Basco, Jimmy Mondo, everybody. 
Our boy, he's got, <laughs> he's got, he's got, he's got a 10 minute news show on Quibi where he's going into like hot takes that's going on like in the news, yeah. et cetera, in gaming, just so you know, you can check it out, you get the next three months for free. But every morning, think the content, I don't know if you guys have dived into the actual concept of Quibi. Oh, God, no. You think it's worth the price? Cause like, I personally feel like you're paying for a premium YouTube. That's not even like, like it's well, not, it's not enough. Didn't YouTube premium shows fail? Like, wasn't that the whole thing? <laughs> YouTube Red. Thank my you. Yeah, YouTube Red was terrible. Uh, my favorite yeah. quote ever is from their former, uh, actually, I think she's still there, but she used to oversee YouTube Red, um, Suzanne Daniels, and she at one point said, uh, YouTube Red is the future of this company because we want to work with Hollywood <laughs> talent. Six months <laughs> later, that failed. A year later, CEO Susan Wojcicki steps on the stage and goes, YouTube Red is a music streaming service, oh. and the entire... <laughs> world or it media be, world on be. twitter went no it's not <laughs> i mean it's but now like, it is <laughs> but it's, it's crazy because like because like with quibi like quibi's plan you get two plans like when hulu first came out right hulu was practically free and then it didn't really cost that much for a while and then eventually they, they implemented you know the pricing plans etc right. quibi came out with two two plans you pay i think it's five dollars for ads and then it's like ten dollars with no ads which is just like what the fuck? Um, that's the same thing. That, that's the same thing that Hulu did eventually. You're right. Yeah, but at least Hulu gave you X amount of years essentially for free, right. where you could actually like build like you know some respect or trust. Well, same thing with Apple. They gave you a whole year free with Apple TV, right? Because well, they the other thing is like, content. well, they they needed to build their audience, right? Because like Hulu yeah. needed to build its audience, but it already had all the IP. Apple's starting yeah. from a different position because it still had to create all of the IP that it has yeah. and that's yeah. in its library. Quibi is the same thing. Like Quibi is like the three month trial. They think that's enough time to get people hype about Hell this thing no. as Hell. these shows that are just Hollywood rejects. I don't know. Julia, help, explain, Apple, please. Apple, Apple and Quibi are really interesting because they went into this and said, instead of shelling out billions of dollars on licensing entertainment to bring people in to give them reason to stay here, which is what Netflix and Hulu did, yeah. um, we're going to go in straight to the originals and we're going to bring yeah. them into original IP. Not going to pay for friends. <laughs> right. The thing that Hulu and Netflix had, the reason that Netflix could do at the time in 2012 the reason that Netflix could make the extremely rare 250 million unprecedented deal of its two season order for a show, and that was House of Cards, was because they had subscribers coming in to watch Friends in the office. Right. They didn't have to worry right. about whether or not this failed. Quibi is interesting because Jeffrey Katzenberg, who is the co-founder, believes that if they have enough Hollywood talent and if they and because it's on mobile where platform is king and therefore content is just the king maker, um, that they can get away with kind of building subscribers that way. But what they mm -hmm. don't seem to realize is that the best parts of Quibi are the fact, are the the really, the unscripted, absolutely insane mid-tier reality shows that people <laughs> yeah, want yeah, to yeah. screenshot, gif, and share. But you and can't even, this funny part, Julia said that, you can't even do any of those things on no. Quibi. They block it's out the like- most... Sorry, what? continue, Gabe. Oh, no, no, no. I think we're going to say the same thing I was going to say. It's just like you can't even like share your favorite moments from the shows because they have like, at least on Apple phones, you can't screenshot, you can't screen record, you can't GIF anything. Like it's completely locked down. Mm -hmm. So like, which as, as we all know here, content takes a second life online and that's how your show becomes a thing. It's Absolutely. from the memes. It's from the conversation, the funny moments people tune and, into. And this happens, this happens with literally everything now. Like that's the other thing. It's like them not allowing you to share this stuff socially yeah. essentially is like why would you just shoot yourself in the knee like why would you you know like it's it's one of those things where like every other like every other property that has been like like has generated any amount of hype has done yeah. so because of a social media thing that was organic or like marketing paid for it but it's one of the like it starts there with people being able to share and participate really because that's the thing like people want to participate in the culture around a show 
the thing that I uh, pointed out before uh, Twitch chat does, Netflix and Hulu <laughs> and Disney also don't let you screenshot on your phone, mobile, uh, Apple, and Android. The difference sure. is that they have desktop equivalents that do let you screenshot. So if I, and I know, and I use myself as an, an example a lot when I talk about this type of situation, but I think it's true. When I watch Netflix or Disney Plus, I have captions on, and that's because I'm thinking while watching that I'm going to share this somehow. And the time and effort that we're not effort the time that i invest in watching something i want to get invested back in social clout and i think about this a lot mm -hmm. in terms of content content because we're in such an oversaturated market especially in the spod which is subscription video on demand services area you can't just be good anymore people won't find you you have to be shareable and the prime example of that is tiger king like tiger king <laughs> is not a great documentary but it is unbelievable it's got character like, it's got it's got yeah everything <laughs> <laughs> and so Quibi, but so because Quibi doesn't have a desktop or a format, it's just on mobile, and because you can't screenshot, which is a common issue with streaming services in general, it's an anti-piracy measure, uh, you have no way to share. And we saw it this week where the first viral Quibi clip happened because someone recorded it with another phone. Right, right, right. Because yeah, they do yeah. they do have the viral and potential because they're all ridiculous. They are ridiculous. <laughs> and I think if Quibi, the, the two things Quibi needs to be successful is one, lean into the virability because if you're a mobile app, you can't be unfriendly to mobile users and that's how people use their phones. And two, you have to come down to a free market that's ad, uh, sorry, free tier that's ad supported. $5 for an ad supported uh, tier is what I get with Hulu. And I get uh, plus like 10,000 shows with that. Like yeah, I also watch, get everything. You can watch Cowboy Bebop on that shit, man. You can't watch Cowboy Bebop on Quibi. <laughs> ad supported on Quibi just means that you're getting the same kind of YouTube Red style shows, but now you have to sit through it with ads. At least YouTube Red, when you paid for YouTube Red, you didn't get ads with it. So that's the core issue is they don't understand, I think, the 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 what's the, the relationship between what people are willing to spend and sit through ads on or what they're willing to mm -hmm. spend more at, to not get ads it, relative to the content that they're getting and what they're doing with that content. Right. So content... In the end, is king. Is king. Uh, it's not right platform. It's but platform. To get off, <laughs> Julia, to get off all the acidic information, Julia, because this is a lot in the head, right? Let's bring it down to the body. What have you been doing in your quarantine? <laughs> Actually, I mean, really a lot of this because <laughs> it's my uh, my job. And also, like, no. I'm someone, like, Bijan and I are very good friends, and I'm someone who will, like, be up at 2 in the morning tweeting, like, so I've been yep. thinking a lot about Viacom. <laughs> yeah. I, I see those tweets. I see those tweets when I wake up and I'm always fading. I'm like, yeah, that's a good thought. And then I look at the timestamp um, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Go to sleep. But I've been watching a lot of uh, of Netflix. That's I'm working and just watch. I'm very fortunate to be able to work right now. Uh, so I've been working and watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, we're at work right now. Me and Gabe. We are work right now. Before we end the show, because we, we are approaching Bijan. You know, he only wants to do an hour. He's a person. Hey, 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 this is an open beta. We can do stuff. <laughs> All right, but no, as I recall correctly, you had to eat coming up at 9 p.m. That's why he wants to end at 8. No, 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 Julia, no, no. Do you have any show recommendations right now for the fans at home? He's throwing me under uh, the bus. Yeah, right, actually, I, I have two. They're both foreign, but they both have like English. If you want to do English dub, I prefer English sub, but if you prefer English dub, um, you can get that. They're both on Netflix. One is Money Heist, which is from Spain, and the oh, other yes. is. Oh, the um... show's so fire! That show's <laughs> so good and the other one is a german show called it's something i can't really name it it's something wave it's about these teens who are like fighting fascism in germany but oh, they tight. also fall in love yeah it's great it's like oh, both fanfic. of them are phenomenal i've been watching those fanfic heavy also gabe if i recall correctly before we started the show you were like no nah, i gotta take a shit so i feel like we should let you go do that 
everybody thank you so much for coming julia thank you so much for being our first guest on hey super late at 368 uh catch us every thursday at 7 p.m on twitch.tv slash 368 nyc also gabe what do you what is super late to you right now in this very moment well, super late to me right now is this fucking chat right now with Grepka, Plasma, fucking Rajiv. They're talking shit, quoting me for all our Valorant games. So I guess super late is just the, the flame Gabe chat section right now. I think they're wait, just wait. having fun on the frustrations happen. Julia, what yeah. is 368 to you? What is super late at 368 to you? Oh my in this God. Very moment? It's just, it's, it's, it's new age adult swim, but more interactive. See, Ooh. there we go. And that's the fucking money quote, folks. Ooh. Thank you all for watching. I take us off the air. Take us off the air. Have a good one, guys. See you next Thursday.